This is Unfiltered, episode 131 for January 28th. 2015. Richard, the other news uh, in the uh, Middle East today was the government of Yemen has officially fallen. Uh, This is news for us because the rebels in charge, while not enemies of the United States per se, are not friends either in a region that's been a mess for some time. So right now we have two countries in the Arabian Peninsula where their future is very uncertain. In Yemen, uh, the president resigned. His house was surrounded by rebels and he effectively threw in the towel. He decided he didn't want to fight anymore. The question is, the current government, the president that now just resigned, was very cooperative with the United States in fighting against al-Qaeda. And al-Qaeda in Yemen has been a very uh, aggressive presence. It's not clear that the rebel group will be so cooperative. Welcome to Unfiltered Jupiter Broadcasting's weekly show that's distracting you from all of that TV you shouldn't be watching. This is episode 131. My name is Chris, and joining me every single week is always excellent, Mr. Chase. Wait, 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 what's that over there, Chris? Wait, I'm looking at a calendar, and you know what I see? What's that? I see that we're both a year older. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy post-birthday, Chase. Yeah. Yeah. How was yours? It's good. It was low-key, because, you know, once, you know, 30s, kind of when everybody gets excited about, and 31's like, oh, one more in the 30. Yeah. And then by the time you get past that, everybody's like, whatever, okay, good job. No, no, you have something to look forward to, another milestone. So when you hit 35... Because mm. I think about well, you're a couple years younger than me. Mm. When you hit 35, mm. then mm-hmm. then you can run mm. to be president oh. of the United States. Oh, watch out! You know, uh, I so uh, just as a total aside, uh, you remember your buddy, my good friend, Mike Rogers. Oh, Mike retired good uh, guy. Uh, from the head of the House Intelligence Committee to uh, become a DJ. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know about this, right? I've heard of this, and uh, I didn't think it was true. <laughs> No, no, that's totally true. It's totally true. Not only is that, not only is that, not only is that a thing. Yeah. But uh, we didn't, uh, we didn't go to the feed during our coverage of uh, President Obama's State of the Union. Right. And uh, uh, but uh, Mike Rogers was giving political commentary, sitting right next to uh, uh, the uh, former press secretary Jay Carney. Wow. Giving political commentary on the State of the Union. Mike Rogers sitting there shucking and jiving on CNN uh, with Wolf and uh, and Cooper. In the Situation Room? Yeah. Uh, but so I, I've been thinking about, like, why this is, boy, this is, you really have me off the rails here, but I've been trying to think, like, <laughs> <laughs> why, why, why would, why would uh, Mike Rogers be going to become a DJ, right? Right. I think I figured out why. Oh, you, uh, tax deductions? Oh, maybe. That could be it, too. <laughs> no, I, I think it's because uh, Mike Rogers is going to run for president one day. Making a Red Book prediction right here. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't. Thank God for you bringing that up. What? Bringing up Red Book stuff. What? what? I had an, an idea. I had a thought in my head that I was going to talk to you about. But, you know, what do you always say to me uh, when I tell you about something about content on the show? What do you say? You say, save it for the show. Yeah, I say, save for the show. Save for the show. Save for the content, Kitty. Save, save it for the show. <laughs> All right. So, my idea idea for a red book prediction and i know uh, someone uh, is listening to us live right now uh we need to register the url uh unfilter 
Red Book or okay, a Red Book like Unfiltered or yeah. something like that. Okay, and it's uh, and it would be a password protected site that we designate one person because we can't have every we can't have all these fingers in the soup, so to speak, uh, while while we're making these Red Book predictions, right? So there's a password. We give this password to a uh, a fellow supporter on Patreon at patreon.com slash unfilter or anybody. If, if say, they can't uh, contribute and they want to participate in this, they can. We give them a password. And for that episode, if we bring up anything Redbook, they have to enter it. So I had a – I was – it's interesting you're thinking along these lines because I had a similar line of thinking. Okay. Uh, and mine was a little different though. Okay. Uh, because one of the things I was thinking is, is like uh, we're going to get into uh, Yemen uh, later on in the show today. Oh, okay. And and uh, two weeks ago, I said in the show, I said, keep your ears out for Yemen because it's about to, you're about to hear a lot more about Yemen. Yeah. But I never wrote that down. Oh. But I just made that little aside because I had noticed in the news trends that a lot more stuff was coming in about Yemen. And then since that comment, they've had like a government coup. And there is rebels that are now running the country. And their president surrendered his house. Like, yeah. So if somebody would have written that down, that would have been a great get for the show. So yeah. So yeah. I So I, I think we need to move to an online red book I somehow. have an idea. So here's my idea. Okay. Well, yeah. What, what is that? I, I, maybe this shouldn't. I should have probably should have. So I was thinking maybe we should do is Same make for the show, a Patreon milestone. And then we could actually pay somebody to sort of be like a dedicated. I think we needed to be one person so they could get really good. And they could maybe even do like a SoundCloud or some sort of linked version in the show right. breaking stuff out with links additional links it, not just not just red book but like filling out the show notes even more cuz i got to be honest one of the things that drags me down the most is the show notes yeah and well, if it's i a lot. if i can cuz because yeah. it's it's two forms it's it's written media and it's it's the newspaper publications that's what goes into the show notes but then what goes into the bulk of the actual podcast is all the audio video stuff yeah. that's yeah. a whole another range of work totally. and if i could have somebody help me with some of the if somebody was collecting links as we talk about stuff and shaping it up the show notes and linking pastimes we've covered about stuff and making official red book co- entries as we were going it could be a great resource for the community because we can make, we could expose all that stuff publicly. Totally, you know, no, I. So I yeah. was thinking when we get to the Patreon section, we should talk about like a new milestone. When we get there, we we give somebody a little bit of money and they become like our official, like a stretch goal, and like a, yeah. an official remote producer. Or something yeah, like exactly. Um, and one la- last thing, you know, I know we talked about you know, trying to get the word out about our show because I think we've reached you know a saturation point, you know, within the JB community. That's your face. I know that's Sorry. my face. Oh. Uh, but what I was thinking we should do is maybe every episode, because, uh, you know, we've had some people afford URLs uh, to to the Unfilter page, you know, at Jerboot Broadcasting. Broadcasting. I don't know if that works anymore, though. You don't think so? I think that SEO trick doesn't work anymore. Oh. Yeah, yeah the, the URL the domain. I don't know. It might work on Bing. <laughs> <laughs> But we, uh, but this is something the producer. Uh, I, I don't know if we call them a producer. It's like be a remote producer. I don't know what we call them. But this is something they could work on too. Uh, well, actually, you know what the news does? They say you know senior red book correspondent, right? For yeah. for the unfiltered right. show or senior keeper. It would be more than that though, because it'd be the notes. So it'd be like the senior keeper of I don't know uh, the senior keeper of the red book library. It could just be the books, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> the keeper of the books. But in the meanwhile. Uh, as we get going right here, yeah. I have the red book in front of me. I'll be making, I'll be trying to making notations. So going back to my uh, Mike Rogers thing real quick, I think he's going to run for president in eight years. Eight years? Yeah, it's a long prediction. Uh, so that's why we need a producer to follow up. That's on this a lot. 
I hope we're doing that show in eight. His years. whole point. His whole point is going to be yeah. Well, <laughs> well, that thing could still be published, I suppose. Doesn't really matter. Coming to you live from the planet of Jupiter. All right. So uh, let me play this clip for you, uh, just to kind of uh, just to kind of make my case a little bit. Okay. All right. Uh, just and it's. I'm sorry for doing this, but I just got to prove a point here. I'm, All right. Otherwise, uh, I wouldn't. What do you make of the fact that? This is possibly your future uh, incoming like this. So uh, Mike Huckabee is running is making noise about running for president again. Mm. And uh, so he was asked the question, Mike Huckabee, <laughs> you've tried to run before and you didn't make it. Now, seriously, this is not the show. This is totally impromptu. But this okay. is, is going to prove my point. Off the cuff. One of the things that's different. Nobody knew who I was in 2008. People would often get an opinion formed about me because my opponents were framing me in the uh, light they wanted to. What's different is that I've been on television now for six and a half years. I've been on 600 radio stations three times a day for uh, six and a half years. And as a result, what I find is that people feel like, you know, I know Mike Huckabee. And I don't think that's true. And I believe this, that if I run this time, I'll have a lot more resources. And I won't have to just stand there uh, in the corner taking punches to the face, I'll be able to defend and correct the record, which is something that I just didn't have the resources to do when Romney and McCain had uh, a dollar to every dime I had. Well, he'll be able to use his show as a a podium to 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 respond to claims. That's why Mike Rogers is running, is going to become a DJ. (laughs) I I swear, he's he's following Mike Huckabee. (sighs) Uh, All right, so anyways, that was... Sorry. No, no. Why'd you even get us on that? How did you do that? Well... (laughs) How did I do? Yeah. We were talking about oh. the Red Book. Okay, so uh, we got a, we got a few news items I want to cover real quick. All right, you heard about the the State of the Union kind of threw us off. We weren't able to cover. We weren't able to talk about a few things. Yeah, you heard about these ISIS Japanese hostages? Oh yeah, right? totally. Yeah, and uh, the prisoner exchange swap. Thing. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, so something really unique happened this time. Uh, you know, we've often wondered about the legitimacy of these videos. Uh, not that we're like super super pros, but we've done a few years of video production. We'd noticed a few things that stand out at us going that doesn't really fit quite right. right. Well, now uh, a, uh, a well-known conspiracy outfit by the name of Fox News <laughs> is just sort of <laughs> publicly debunking uh, these most recent ISIS videos. And if you listen closely, actually debunks all ISIS videos ever. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, 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 uh, 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 oh. Uh, uh, boost the confinement beam, Chris. Yeah, boy, how about that? <clears throat> What's going on with that, Chase? Let me try it in uh, MPV because uh, that sometimes does a little better. A clock. On this video, there we go. That counts down to zero, and they're so they're talking about the ISIS prisoners is running out. Welcome everybody. Brand new hour now of America's Newsroom. I'm well, Martha McCallum. And I'm Hi. Bill Hemmer. Good morning. Today is the deadline that was given to Tokyo. ISIS wants two hundred million dollars, or they say <laughs> they will execute these two men. The mother of one hostage today, making a tearful plea to spare her son's life. Chief Intelligence Correspondent Catherine Harris joins us live from Washington. So, Catherine, what more do we know here? Well, Martha, this is believed to be the first time ISIS has made a direct demand to a foreign government and the first time two hostages have been seen in the same video on its face. The U.S. intelligence community says ISIS has followed through on its threats in the past and there's no expectation that this time will be different. But the listen carefully. is drawing new scrutiny from outside analysts who believe it was altered and perhaps filmed in a studio where the background could be changed using what's called a green screen. These analysts <laughs> point to apparent discrepancies such as the jumpsuit of one of the hostages flutters uh, in the breeze but no wind is actually heard on the soundtrack how does that make you feel 
All right, all right. Well, first off, we've been we've been saying this forever. We have, we uh, have, but now now there it is, right there. And and, and secondly, Chris, it's what is called a green screen, right? I'm yeah. sorry. I like that they're breaking it down for you. I. I don't like the fact that Fox News is condescending, uh, right. tell, telling me like you know, like I'm a fifth grader. Like yeah. this is what this is. Right. But yeah. uh, no, that I, was great, huh? There you go, right there. Well, and what, if you well, listen carefully, she actually says there at the end that they think that all of the ISIS videos have been done this way. By the way, and I've also said, and uh, is there any proof? If you're, by the way, if you're an unfiltered supporter, that's in the BitTorrent sync. Go grab that clip. Okay. That's an evergreen. Is there any proof? That these videos are quote like uh, current, meaning yeah. that they they weren't done a year ago no, or two no. years ago. No, in fact, all of the videos that get found are traced back to one organization that keeps finding them. Okay, but there's there's nothing on these videos that can timestamp them to say that this is li- what this is a current video. It runs through their hands, so they reencode them and distribute them. At that point, all metadata is lost and. Yeah. See, because I've I've said before that I don't I like when they unfortunately when these sausage situations happen, and I guess this would be the first time uh, if, if you know the whole prisoner exchange thing really happened and that sort of thing, uh, where I I always thought that yeah they already killed them, but they're just trying to get mm. more out of it. Mm. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. sad to think that, but I don't know. It's hard to believe well, anything. And, and if if the hostage videos are faked, then are the beheading videos faked? Seems like right. same set. Same setup. Yeah, yeah. Who's a uh, who's and if you CG remember, guy? every single time they do a beheading video, they always cut before they behead, and then they come back to the head on the body thing. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, I you know I, I I love these spy caught stories because there's always a tit for tat. Usually when when we catch a spy, then Russia catches a spy, and and we got to make it publicly. And you know this stuff is happening all the time, but they don't always make it public. In fact, literally, it's happening all the time, but they're not always saying it. When somebody comes out and they make a big stink, you always got to wonder what's really going on. Chase, I don't know if you caught this story, but I just loved it. He claimed to be a Russian banker working in his company's New York office. But the Justice Department alleges Evgeny Burakov was actually one of three Russian spies who've been under surveillance in this country for years. The U.S. attorney said two decades after... I hate to interrupt. They've been watching him for years. I hate to interrupt. Yeah. Is this... Is this... Are... What? I have not seen this clip. No. Okay. Yeah. Are they going to bring in a pl- a tie-in or a plug-in with the uh, FX series Americans, which is about Russians living right. in the states? Convenient that they're just making this sort of public right now. Right. Because, that's what I was because the new season just yeah. kicked off. No, they don't make a mention. But I was <sighs> thinking maybe that's why they damn went it. public with it right now. Yeah, I was just going to say, damn it. Yeah. Okay. All right. After the presumptive end of the Cold War, Russian spies continue to seek to operate in our midst under cover of secrecy. When the Berlin Wall came down, the Russians never stopped spying. They continued to run sources. And this is Bob Baer. He used to work for the CIA. Or, yeah, <laughs> he still works for the CIA. Washington. They never reduced the size of their station in, in Washington or New York. The investigation started almost five years ago when 10 other Russian agents seen in these FBI surveillance videos, including the now infamous Anna Chapman. They always got to go to Anna Chapman. Gu- I mean, you know. Guilty to conspiracy and were shipped back to Russia as part of a spy swap. Fast forward to 2015. Court documents said Burakov used two other Russian men working under diplomatic cover in New York to relay information back to Russia. That the three intelligence agents would schedule meetings over the phone using code words claiming they needed to transfer things like tickets to sporting events or movies they never attended or other items like books or hats. 
They met on dozens of occasions between 2012 and 2014, watched by the FBI. Meetings usually occurred outdoors where surveillance was more difficult, where one man would hand a bag, a magazine, or a slip of paper to another. Prosecutors said they tried to recruit U.S. citizens as intelligence sources in New York. The targets? People working for major companies and young women with ties to a university located in New York. Intelligence of interest included information on U.S. sanctions against Russia and U.S. efforts to develop alternative energy sources. The Russians are, are in trouble right now with the price of oil, having halved in the, over the last six months. And they look at this as, a, in fact, a Saudi-American conspiracy to take down their oil industry. The spies seemed disillusioned about their jobs, frustrated that the real-world life of a spy wasn't like in the movies. In one conversation, quoted in court papers saying it was not even close to the James Bond movies, and I also thought that at least I would go abroad with a different passport. You're my wife. Is that right? A story that could have been... Li- you were right. I hadn't watched this far in. You were right. I had planned to... I had. I had planned to cut the clip off before this, but I was letting it roll, and you were right. You were. You totally called it, Chase. Lifted straight out of the TV series The Americans. Any noise, I will kill you. Oh, man. And then it cuts right there. Uh, That's great. That's I, great. I'm glad I left that last bit on there, too. You know too. The, the brilliancy of, of that? Right? So first off, I don't have cable, so I don't uh, I don't keep my eye on the CNN thing. Yeah. But that being said... I knew it. Yeah. I just knew it. Yeah. Because well, that's, was, that's yeah. how it works. I was thinking they had to be related. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Ugh. So and now it'll be interesting to see if Russia responds well, but, in kind. Well, which, by the way, wait a minute. Let me follow the money one more time. Uh, can, can, can I get a show me the money real oh, quick? Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. bet, buddy. I think, I think you kind of earned this oh, one, I actually. Know, Here I you know. go. Show me the money! CNN is uh, still owned, I believe, by Ted Turner, right? This is CNN Breaking News. Breaking News. Uh, by the way, Turner also owns a small little company called FX, which oh. I believe Americans is on. Oh. Uh, so I just wanted to. Break. Oh, my gosh. It's Anderson Cooper, everybody. So there you go. Thank you're you very keeping much. them honest, aren't yeah, you? Keep- <laughs> All right. All right. So you're uh, going to have a new buddy soon. Oh, I have a new. Oh. Are are you talking about my good friend? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean my 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 Facebook friend right now. I mean she's going to update to Google Plus, right? Uh, but her name's Loretta Lynch. Yeah, she's Obama's pick to replace Eric Holder. Yes, and uh, she had a long hearing today. <laughs> and how uh, long was it, Chris? Super long. And in her ten-minute uh, opening paragraph, I pulled out a few seconds where she managed to talk about one of the biggest threats facing. The United States citizens of America. And so I want to play this for you and give you a little taste of what we have if she becomes Eric Holder's replacement. Organizations. And I pledge to discharge my duties, always mindful of the need to protect not just American citizens, but American values. If confirmed, I intend to expand and enhance our capabilities in order to effectively prevent ever-revolving attacks in cyberspace to expose those wrongdoers and bring those perpetrators to justice as well. Now, she actually has a long history of being hard on cyber. She's been real hard on cyber. In fact, she's proud of that. Mm. In my current position, I'm proud to lead an office that has significant experience prosecuting complex international cyber crime, including high-tech intrusions at Mm. key financial and public sector institutions. If I am confirmed... I will continue to use the combined skills and experience of our law enforcement partners, the department's criminal and national security divisions, and the United States attorney community to defeat 
and hold accountable those who would imperil the safety and security of our citizens Woo! through cybercrime. Cybercrime! Cybercrime, yeah. So she vows to expand and enhance. Oh, sorry, I just put your screen up. It, uh, uh, evolve and, enha- and enhance the DOJ's by, by cybercrime. By, by the way, uh, Chris, doesn't she look like... <laughs> Doesn't she look like this lady here? Good work, guy. Yeah, who is that lady? That's Lynn uh, Lynn Thigpen, I believe, is her <laughs> name is. She was the chief from Where in the World is Carmen San Diego. It was a it was a show. Oh my gosh! Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Good work, Gumshoe. <laughs> Uh, we're going to hear more from her. Uh, from the a, chief. Yeah, yeah we're going to hear more from the chief uh, in a little bit. Yep. Uh, but she's uh, right now, She's uh, everybody thinks she's got it. Uh, she's a, Obama's nominee. The, some people think, and this is funny, uh, she's less adherent to the Constitution than Eric Holder was. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. What she, you know, the, the current government, you know, they just love the Constitution anyway, so she'll fit right in. Well, I feel like uh, I feel like I got one more news story I want to get to before we get into some of the big, huge events that have occurred over the last two weeks. Uh, and this one is just to cross one off on the red book. Uh, I always love to get this uh, taken care of. I'll flip through and get this crossed off while you hear the clip. This is the front line in the war against ISIS. Kurdish militia battling the terror group on the outskirts of the northern Iraqi city of Mosul. Pentagon tells CNN it is now prepared to recommend a small number of U.S. military advisors join this fight on the front lines if necessary. Oh, I'm sorry. What's what was that? Wait, what was that? Wait, join who? I'm on sorry. What? What, 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 what was place, Chris? Number of U.S. military advisors join this fight on the front lines if necessary. Oh. Accompanying Iraqi ground forces when they launch an assault to retake the city this spring. This despite repeated promises by the president that he will not place U.S. troops in combat. <clears throat> Today, White House spokesman Josh Earnest said Mr. Obama stands by that pledge. He does not believe that it would be in our best interest uh, for a large-scale military deployment to be executed in Iraq. That committing more uh, American ground troops uh, in a combat role to Iraq uh, is not in our best interest. The U.S. and Iraq have markedly different timetables for the assault on Mosul. Iraqi commanders insist they are ready now. U.S. commanders disagree. A difference that is clearly testing the patience of Iraqi Prime Minister Haider al-Abadi. So what do you think, Chase? Uh, boots on the ground in Iraq? We've 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 called made this it, we've made this prediction. We called it an unfilter one sixteen. Wow. Yeah. Now it's sixteen. And weeks here's ago. what we said. Chris and Chase both agree. Boots on the ground, Iraq, early twenty fifteen. Literally word for word yeah. the prediction. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Well we're we're seeing the narrative play out and sadly it's getting a little too predictable. Yeah, <laughs> and, that, and that's that's the problem. All right, here. so just a quick. We already talked about it. Yeah. Unfilter uh, is a, is a, it's a listener supported show. We have a Patreon page where you can go and pledge a monthly amount to keep this show on the air. We want to grow and and sort of have people sort of fill in some of the areas that I'm not so good at or areas that I've just kind of burned out on. You heard us talk about it at the top of the show. Uh, we're going to be restructuring the milestone soon. If you'd like to help us get there, you can get started right now because we'll be adding the milestone retroactively. So if you go in there over the next week or whenever we get it added, it'll count towards that. Patreon.com slash unfilter. Yeah. Plus, you're going to get access to the BitTorrent sync folder this week. The overtime folder has some really, 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 really good stuff. 
Uh, oops, sorry, I always do that. Uh, so there's uh, there's clips that you're going to hear more about later in the show that you're going to want to go watch for yourself because they're super important. But there's also a great clip in here on the price of oil, what it's going to stay at for the next year or so. Mm-hmm. It was just decided at an economic summit and uh, sort of other areas around that and, and, and why it's going to stay low for a while. A really great clip about oil, just a ton of really good clips in the overtime folder that you get access to as a supporter. You go over to patreon.com slash unfilter. $5 or more gets you access to the overtime folder. Source code to all of our shows, notes, images, artwork. And uh, hopefully very soon, maybe we could pick somebody from that Patreon pool to become our producer. And uh, we'll make a milestone for that in the near future. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's a lot of hard work that that Chris does in in putting the show together. And, you know, there's only so many hours in the day to get it all done. So anything that... Uh, can help alleviate that pressure is uh, always appreciated. And uh, with that said, we continue to document the never-ending war machine. We go to Yemen, which if you're not familiar what's going on with Yemen, this clip will bring you up to date real quick. You might remember this from the top of the show. Richard, the other news uh, in the uh, Middle East today was the government of Yemen has officially fallen. Uh, this is news for us because the rebels in charge, while not enemies of the United States per se, are not friends either in a region that's been a mess for some time. So right now we have two countries in the Arabian Peninsula where their future is very uncertain. In Yemen, uh, the president resigned. His house was surrounded by rebels and he effectively threw in the towel. He decided he didn't want to fight anymore. The question is, the current government, the president that now just resigned, was very cooperative with the United States in fighting against al-Qaeda. And al-Qaeda in Yemen has been a very uh, aggressive presence. It's not clear that the rebel group will be so cooperative. So we're worried about this rebel group not working to go after AQAP with the most you know, uh, evil version of al-Qaeda out there. And the other reason why this is a big deal is the United States has used our quote-unquote cooperation with Yemen, a.k.a. our strong arm in Yemen, as a shining example. In fact, one of the more public and larger examples was made uh, last September. The strategy of taking out terrorists who threaten us while supporting partners on the front lines is one that we have successfully pursued in Yemen and Somalia for years. So here you can see Obama mentions Yemen. We're very proud of our work with Yemen, et cetera, et cetera. But the problem is is, uh, (laughs) with this new rebel group in there, we're going to have even less leverage. Now, we're still trying to work directly with the military, sort of avoid the whole top level of the government. And our military is trying to talk directly to their military. But it's going to be chaos. And you've got to figure there's probably some bad folks that want to get in on this. Yemen, a country in crisis, with the government resigning and dozens of U.S. diplomats heading home. At least publicly, the White House insists it still can go after al-Qaeda's most dangerous branch. We continue to have a strong counterterrorism partnership with the national security infrastructure of Yemen. That means their military. That means the people that are not actually running the government. But right. we're working directly with the military right now. And by the way, the reason why some of these rebels were even able to get a foothold at all is because the military didn't like the existing leadership and didn't stop these rebels. Yep. So it's not too surprising that, you know, maybe uh, and these rebels don't like al-Qaeda either, so maybe they do keep working with the U.S. for a little while. But it's going to change. And we continue to be very vigilant uh, about the... Um, ongoing effort to counter AQAP in Yemen. CNN has learned behind the scenes U.S. intelligence and military officials are urgently reaching out to crucial counterparts in Yemen, trying to keep alive counterterrorism operations to track and target 
al-Qaeda in that country, the group that claimed it was behind the Paris attacks. The U.S. continues collecting eavesdropping, satellite, and other intelligence on potential locations for AQAP's top operatives, including leader Nasser al-Waheshi. Make no mistake about it. If they have the intelligence and they have the shot, they will take it. Yeah, Taking buddy. the shot could mean more drone strikes, deeply resented by Yemenis. There hasn't been a strike since December. But there is also a covert U.S. military special operations commando team nearby, perched oh. and ready to conduct a mission on the oh, ground just against AQAP. We also have boats out in the water, too. Uh, if ordered. The U.S. is still struggling to catch up to the lightning advances by the Houthi rebels this week and is assessing what their plans may be. I wouldn't say that it comes as a complete shock, but yes, it did happen uh, uh, very quickly and, of course, in a pretty abrupt fashion. The unrest may reach a crisis point Sunday when Parliament meets. It may reject the resignation of President Hadi, making the next step by the Houthi rebels uncertain. All right, let's fast forward from here. So uh, so now the Houthi rebels are actually running the show. And uh, McCain thinks this is a serious situation. And uh, do you have a guess what McCain thinks we need to do? Oh, I know. Either give them more guns uh-huh, or or we should just put some boots on the ground. Britain. So there is no strategy. It is uh, delusional for them to think that what they're doing is succeeding. And we need more boots on the ground. I know that's a tough thing to say and a tough thing for Americans to swallow. But it doesn't mean the 82nd Airborne. It means uh, Ford Air Controllers. It means Special Forces. It means intelligence. And it means other capabilities. Intelligence. I always love that because it's such a... Intelligence, if you realize, like, a lot of the uh, moderate rebels that we've been training in Syria are a CIA operation. That would be considered intelligence. That would fund. Yeah. That would fall under the umbrella of intelligence, which is which is uh, inconceivable. For them to say we expect them to do it on their own, they're not doing it on their own, and they are losing. Well, uh, Senator, you know, and I know that if you walked up to two or three people standing on the street uh, in any city in America, uh, chances are they would not be talking about what the latest news is from Yemen. Fair point, right? Fair point. Totally, yeah. Totally fair point. They'd be made talking about jobs so, and the economy. Right. And uh, this has obviously been a big problem. And this is a major problem when you want to keep spending money, you want to keep getting involved in toppling regimes and going into the Middle East, and you want to mess with Russia. And Like, this is a big problem. you got to get the U.S. citizens on board, right? you got to get them oh, on yeah, board. Yeah. you got to come up with some sort of maybe, like, production or something. It's just something that uh, people don't uh, talk about all that much. But how important is this, what's happening there? I think it's extremely important because it's part of this scenario where Iranian influence is on the march. Oh, Iranian influence is on the march. Mm. The uh, radical Islam, despite the fact that uh, Mr. McDonough still refuses to acknowledge it, we are there. They think they're in a war with us. So these are all reasons. These are all reasons why the American people should care. Because we've got we've got radical Islam out there. They think they're at war with us. So I don't see any reason why we wouldn't agree with the French that we are in a war against radical Islam. And uh. they are, and again, they are succeeding. And I, you know, but really, if that doesn't resonate with the people, if that doesn't resonate, you know, what does scaring the hell out of them? I agree yeah. with you that most Americans don't know much about Yemen, but they do know what they see in these beheadings. 
that are going on, both of Americans and the latest uh, with the Japanese. Would that be the ones we just played a clip that said were fake? Yeah. We have seen American public opinion dramatically grow as they begin to appreciate the nature of this threat. I'd like I wonder no, if that's no, why no, those no, videos no. were created. I wonder no, if that I was just was... going to say, no, the, the, it's been continuing to grow because of the continued propaganda that's been generated. And, uh, you know, so that's the Republican side, not too surprising there. But then your deep, close, personal friend. Solid friend on my close friends list. Died. <laughs> You, you know, I'm. By the way, sidetrack for one brief moment. I, you know, I'm hoping someday. I'm hoping someday somebody out there is going to start a new URL. Yeah. Chase's best friends, <laughs> and it's just going to have a list of I want, all these. Names. I want. A, I want a mashup of it all. I want. To, all right. Oh, so, God, that'd be so per, awesome. Close personal, solid friend. All my close friends list on the Democrat side. Uh, <laughs> Diane Feinstein turns out agrees with everything McCain just said. I do think that we need to look more deeply and broadly into what we're doing and how we're doing it. I think the deteriorate and destroy of ISIL has had some ISIS. victory. I don't know whether... <laughs> now, I know, right? Now, yeah, I don't know she's what she's old, doing there. I don't know she's, what she's... I don't know. I think what she's doing is she's... What th- operating system is she running? Does she just have a quick reboot? Did I miss this number? Or maybe she's about to accidentally leak stuff, and that's why her brain does this. Because uh, listen to what she's about to say, and tell me if you'd heard this, and maybe I just missed it. I don't know whether 6,000 ISIL people have been killed or not, but that's the figure that's floating around. Have you Flo- heard this? Floating around where? Exactly. Uh, hold on. Uh, hold on. I, yeah, go, you I'm go gonna, Google that. You uh, go, no, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, I'll no, I'm play going, her. I go to Bing. I, that's, All right, you that's go Bing my... that. You go Bing that, and I'll play her out. But that's not going to do it. And so where McCain is... Oh, I'm sorry. You know, let's back that up. So 6,000 people are dead, but damn it, that's not good enough. I don't know whether 6,000 ISIL people have been killed or not, but that's the figure that's floating around. But that's not going to do it. And so where McCain is right, I do think we need some special operations in these countries, um, on the ground, uh, more than just advisors. And I, I, I think we need to protect our allies. That's Israel, that's Jordan, that's Saudi Arabia, and be more pronounced about it. Be more pronounced about it. So we need to do something yeah. more than just boots on the ground. And that's six, that 6,000 figure, you're seeing something there from the Pentagon? Yeah, so we're reporting in uh, just now from the CNN newsroom. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Is that uh, uh, Pentagon Press Secretary John Kirby is saying that the figure is an estimate. It's not a key metric of success, but said coalition's airstrikes in coordination with Iraqi. Look at the size of that ad. God. She's need, a fan, by the they way. They need to do a Patreon model. She's a fan. Uh, so what uh, it is is they say 6,000 through airstrikes. How yeah. could they ever know that when you're killing them with drones and missiles right. from afar? Now, by the way, the number of ISIS fighters in Iraq and Syria continues to fluctuate, but the death count for about 20 to 30% of the total ISIS forces based on Pentagon estimates that ISIS is about twenty to 30,000 soldiers strong. We have more information about the uh, Yemen situation in the show notes. This is a, obviously a big situation that will be evolving. That we'll keep following a little bit, but hopefully we've set up a little bit of the information for you uh, so that way you have some more than just a passing uh, knowledge of what's going on. And uh, as the U.S.'s involvement and our role gets more clear, we'll uh, capture that in the show. I want to switch gears to Ukraine because what's happening in Ukraine is, is, is playing a much into a much bigger picture than I think it's able maybe to easily 
really appreciate on the surface. Uh, it obviously has to do with Russian sanctions and, and ratcheting up the uh, the rhetoric against Russia. So as the conflict in Ukraine, we really haven't talked a lot about it, but the rebels, mm-hmm. the separatists, the Russian-backed separatists, if you believe that, whatever you want to call them, uh, uh, or the Russian militants, if you're John McCain, uh, have still been fighting uh, the uh, the military there. And uh, it's been heating up recently. In fact, it's uh, kind of ratcheted up to uh, a new and unfortunate level. The war in eastern Ukraine seems to have restarted. Russian-backed militias have launched an offensive on several fronts. NATO says that Russian troops are now openly taking part in the assault, providing heavy weapons. And- now, uh, the proof for this, by the way, this claim that they're making here, is uh, NATO used satellite imagery to get heat measurements of trucks that were driving in Russia, and then they took heat measurements of trucks that were driving in Ukraine, so they have the same heat signatures, oh. ergo must be the same. Wow. That's, that's-, that's their proof. You could take it or leave it. Yeah. If it's true, that's not bad way of doing it, I guess. I guess, or it could be it could be the same truck, but maybe not being driven by Russians. I mean, it's interesting. Yeah, I, I, that seems like, but uh, I, 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 that seems pretty good, but doesn't seem good I, enough to I, make the claim yeah. that Russia's backing. Yeah, them. I, I put it in the plausible category, yeah. but yeah, yeah, advanced technology to the militias. President Obama says the U.S. is considering all options short of military action, and the European Union has called a meeting of its foreign ministers. We've been speaking with NPR's Corey Flintoff in Kiev. I asked him about the situation on the ground in eastern Ukraine. Well, Arun, the separatist leader in Donetsk, uh, Alexander Zaharchenko is his name, uh, said on Friday that he won't be seeking any more ceasefires. He said the Uh-oh. militias would go on the offensive, and that seems to be exactly what's happening. That's bad. Uh, yesterday, the militias fired several volleys of rockets into Mariupol. That's a, mm. a port city in southeastern Ukraine. Yeah, we're going to get more in Mariupol in just a moment. I want to talk about that a lot. Uh, but before we get into that, uh, your buddy we were just talking about, John McCain, uh, guess what he wants to do for the situation in Ukraine? <laughs> Come on, Chase. Do you have a guest? Chase, hold on. Hold on. Hold on, Chase. <laughs> what is your what what do you guess John McCain wants to do <laughs> for the situation in Ukraine? <laughs> I can't even look at you right now. <laughs> oh, you know what? Oh, God. Here, I'll pull the lever yeah, for you. Okay. Right. Right. Okay. Here, we'll just play it. We'll just play it. Um, <laughs> Uh, I'd like to mention one other thing, too, and that is Ukraine. Obviously, as many of us predicted, uh, Vladimir Putin is now trying to take Mariupol, a uh, city that's major when you look at a land bridge to Crimea in eastern Ukraine. The question is now, does Vladimir Putin move over to Moldova? He is already putting enormous pressure on uh, the Baltic states, and we shamefully, shamefully refuse to give them weapons, the Ukrainians. Weapons to defend themselves while grand rockets, obviously from the Russians, are now killing innocent men, women, and children in Ukraine. I mean, this is another shameful chapter, and I'm I'm embarrassed, frankly embarrassed. No, you're not. No, you're not. He's embarrassed. He is not. So he just wants to give him some guns, Uh, and and you know this Mariupol situation is real bad, real bad. And you know there is obviously some Russian shenanigans. They're they're backing these separatists. Nothing that America. Wait, what's this clip right here? What's this? Oh, that's an American soldier right there. Oh, what? Watch this clip. And listen to the words. They're English. Oh. 
detected. It's yeah. it's right in. Uh -huh. uh, maybe explode, maybe not. So uh -huh. blow up in situ. Okay. Okay. Going okay. the wall here. Uh huh. All right, so that's kind of hard to understand, and that's just one video clip, but that is an American soldier there, and we have this. You can check it out. Here's a, here's a coverage of it with a few more clips, Several videos too. have appeared on the web purporting to show English-speaking foreigners in Ukraine's army uniform in the port city of Mariupol. Stop, stop. Uh, my face, uh, my face, please. Oh, that's my favorite one. Several so videos. Oh, i got to play this back. So I also have that in the supporters' mm. sync, too. So that is... My BS detector just went up a little bit. This is a local news reporter, and uh, she was down there after the fighting. She's interviewing yeah. people, and she walks up to this guy. And I have the full clip, so you can watch it in the uh, supporters' sync. Okay. Uh, my face, uh, my face, please. Now, this man was caught on camera as a journalist trying to question him on the situation in the city shortly after it was shelled. And here's another video. No. Uh, maybe explode, maybe not, so blow up in situ. Okay. Okay. Now, the description under that video claims that the person in uniform seen at the start of the clip is American. However, the, I should say there is no proof that that is definitely the case. The details of the patch on his shoulder, they are indistinguishable, and the man's facial features cannot be made out. Other videos have previously emerged, though, showing foreigners among the ranks of the Ukrainian National Guard, which is made up of volunteer troops. Several videos. You don't buy it? <sighs> My BS detector is up a little bit. And here's why. Yeah. Here's what I like about it. Okay. Because I'll tell you this. All right. Uh, the CNNs, the Fox Newses, and the MSNBCs, and the BBC have all ran with a lot shakier stuff when it comes to the war in Syria and clips that are just on okay. YouTube. All right. So uh, as far as like videos that the mainstream media has ran f with, that is the city. That guy is speaking English. Yeah, but, but what if he's just an actor? Could be. I mean... It it's tough to say. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's tough to say, yep. and you know that's why my BS detector is out. So here's bit. why. Here's what. Here's what. Here's what resonates with me about it. Okay, and I'm not saying it is or isn't right. true, but here's what gets me: is there is a extreme bias that when the Ukrainian government does something, we never make them own up for it, right. and when the separatists do something, it's it's directly by the hand of Putin. And uh, my buddy Matt over friend. at the AP yeah. uh, called this out when he was talking to the State Department spokeshole. It, it just seems to be that when the government of, of Ukraine is accused of uh, shelling, of bombarding uh, civilian targets, when they are, the ac that accusation is made, you refrain from um, you, you don't take you, you say, let's ha let's have an investigation into it. And, and when there are incidents that you ascribe to the separatists. There's an immediate condemnation. So I, think I, I wouldn't where say the, that's these exactly what's coming. happened. There are times where it's clear who is responsible. This is a case where there's going to be an investigation. I happen to agree with Matt. I think when it's the Ukrainian government, oh, we have to investigate. This is a case where there's going to be an investigation. When it's something from the rebels, oh, we got a heat signature, it's yeah. Putin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it came from across the same border. Yeah, that's what they say. Right? Okay. This is what they say. This is what they say. Uh, here, I want to play this again for you. Let's just listen to it. <laughs> So she's saying, sir, sir, stop for a second. Sir, stop for a second. Now listen wait, to wait, she says. speaks English. Sir, sir. No, she's saying, sir, sir, sir. She doesn't actually, though. That's the only well, thing she Well, she did says. say stop. Right, listen. Stop, stop. 
Stop, stop, подождите, скажите, что это? But that's not English right there. No. Stop, stop, подождите, скажите, что это? You know, the first time he said it, it didn't sound like an American accent. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. Yeah, I know. Stop, stop, подождите, скажите, что это? On my face, on my face, please. You know, if I, if I was Russian, if I was Russian... I would say I would send the guys down there from Russia that knew how to speak English, so that way if they got caught, they'd be speaking English. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what well, I would that, do. Well, that's the thing. Like, whenever I see a clip that is like really short or kind of yeah. gorilla-like, yeah. Uh, you know, I my BS meter goes off. Because why this, edit? That's why what, edit? That's why what cut all it off? this. That's what all this stuff's been. That's this, all these videos know, have been sent off the BS yeah. meter. I know. I agree with you too. Yeah. But it does raise a possibility that there could be. Uh, so the thing is, is it's a, it's a, it's a, it's like a come and join the army. The, the Ukrainian national guards like come join the army and just get in. Like you just go show up. Do they have good benefits? So if I was the U.S. military, I would just send a bunch of guys out of uniform, go yeah. over there and have them join up. Well, I was going to say, do they have good benefits? May, well, probably not. But oh. <laughs> uh, all right, Chase. So uh, why don't we uh, sort of coast into the high note section of the oh. show? We got one story, but first, before we get to that story, yes, you uh, we had the uh, we had the uh, clip from Loretta at the beginning of the show. Miss mm-hmm. uh, Lynch. Well, uh, she was also asked during her very long hearing about her stance on cannabis legalization. Oh, really? And now you remember the DOJ of current has sort of said, "Yeah, we're not going to do anything. We're not going to really do anything. Make it a lower priority, but we're not really going to do much else, right?" Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've often wondered: after Obama gets out of office, after Eric Holder gets out of office, what would happen when we have a new attorney general in there? And could that new attorney general perhaps make changes to right this? and undo a lot of things? Maybe lead to maybe lead the charge on reclassification, so it's not a Schedule One, right? Uh, so, uh, which I he, predicted in the Red Book. Yeah. So let's see what Loretta has to say about this. Right. Do you believe and do you support legalization of marijuana, Senator? I do not. Uh, I know the um, head of the DEA it was a little bit out of step with some administration. I agreed with you on that. The president said this in January of last year. Quote: I smoked pot as a and I view it as, as a, a bad habit and a vice, not very difficult from different from the cigarettes that I as he a young a person up through of my adult life. I don't think it is more dangerous than alcohol. That's President Obama. Okay. Close quote. Loretta. Do you agree with that? Well, Senator, um, I certainly don't hold that view uh, with that view of marijuana as a um, I certainly think that the president was speaking experience and personal opinion, uh, neither of which I'm able to share. But I can tell you that I not only do I not support legalization of marijuana, not the position of the Department of Justice currently legalization. It's getting all wonky on you. Sorry, Chase. But she says right here. Nor would it be the position should I become confirmed as attorney general. Oh, so she says under her position, it would not be that it would not be the position. If she is confirmed, her position would be no change. Well, I, I've, I've always said this, and uh, maybe I've said this, <laughs> but I, I, I really truly believe that, you know, it needs to be legislated down to, you know, pulling the classification down. Mm-hmm. From her chair, she mm-hmm. ha- her her job as right. attorney general is to enforce the laws right on now, the books. Right now, her job is to uh, get Try to get the job. Yeah. And to step down from being the chief on where in the world is Carmen Sandiego. Hey, before we wrap up all the ISIL, ISIS uh, dash stuff. Yes. Dish. Uh, there is a great, uh, it's all caps, you will be hard to miss it, U.S. Fighting Terror Group with Fictional Leaders. Uh, it's a great original piece by, uh, I think it was, oh, does the link not work? Oh, poop, the link doesn't work. Oh, wow. Yeah, Interesting. I'll, yeah, I was trying to get to it. I'll see if I can try to fix it in okay. a little while. It essentially quotes a bunch of old New York Times articles that say that Al Baghdadi was a fictional character. 
Well, we've always talked about how, how and, and yeah. all the, the, the shots of the, him and the camera. The New York Times even points out like what actor they have for him. Wow. It's an old article. Wow. Yeah, so I'll try to get that link cool. in the show notes. Sweet. This is why we need somebody doing the show notes because I tell you, it's, I do so much of this stuff throughout the week. I just Somebody has to take care of this. But we did have a really great story to end on. A different kind of high note, really. Oh, really? Yeah, submitted by Low Fatty uh, in the Unfilter subreddit, uh, unfilter.reddit.com. Like, the Cuban youth have built a secret mesh computer internet. In Cuba. How cool is this? Have you heard about this? No, I haven't. So, you know, we always talk about net neutrality, what would happen if crackdowns of the internet. Totally. A small minority have covertly engineered a partial solution by pooling funds and creating a private network of more than 9,000 computers with small, inexpensive, but powerful hidden Wi-Fi antennas and Ethernet cables that are strung all over the streets and rooftops, spanning the entire city. And you have several hundred people on at any given time, and they could be playing World of Warcraft or Call of Duty. Uh, they have pretty good speeds in some areas because it's Wi-Fi to Wi-Fi or Ethernet. And then there's some points that are connected out to the main Internet, like hotels in a few places Holy with satellite. crap. Yeah. So the people wow. will persevere. That is awesome. It's really been taken off over the last five years. Uh, and it was put together by, I think, a 22-year-old. I think he's the guy that started it. And, and they call it SNET, which stands short for StreetNet. 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 Yeah. That's awesome. Isn't that cool? That is great news. So there you go. So there's a little high note. To, and if so whatever happens, the people find a way, Chase. They rebuild. And, uh, oh, uh, however, uh, there is no porn. Oh. Yeah. No porn because they don't want the government to crack down on them. But that being said, what if someone took a picture and just shared it? I'm just saying. Chase, stop sending me pictures. Anyway, head over to unfilter.reddit.com. A lot of the stories uh, coming to you this week came from that subreddit. So make sure... You uh, go over there, rate, thumb it up, the uh, arrow it up, thumb it down, arrow it down. Comments are great, too. Comments uh, are good. Whatever you oh want to do. Oh, crap. What? What? I even telegrammed you about this. Oh, that thing. Oh, gosh. We had a great post. Ugh. We had a great post in the subreddit that uh, it, it is, oh, jeez. It's such a great post. It, essentially, uh, weeks before the Ukrainian government was overthrown, there was somebody who gave a speech. It's all in the sh- subreddit. I did all this research on it. I never even put it in the show. I'm such a spaz. Ugh. I did, oh. Anyways, it, it'll it, still be in the news next week. Essentially, it's good. sort of like proof that the U.S. government was involved with the U- throwing over yes. Ukraine. If you didn't believe it already, which you probably already did, but yes. that was great work. And I did all that research, and I didn't put it in the show. And then he did all that research, and it, wow! Follow Chris on Twitter, twittercom LAS. Follow me on Twitter at Nunes N U N E S, and watch my uh, Minecraft stuff on Geekgamer Geekgamer.tv. By the way, uh, real quick, uh, a big Red Book prediction before we get out of here. Yeah, Super Bowl this Sunday. Seahawks. What's the score? Oh, jeez, I never know No, that. just pick a score. Come on. You got to pick uh, one. 22. <laughs> to what? 11. <laughs> 22 to 11. No, dude, I don't go by scores uh, ever. I just you, pick the team. Well, that's all right. Seahawks. I'm going with Seahawks as well. I think the Hawks are going to win. Gosh, I hope so now. 28 to 14. Um, it's going to be a great, great I, game. Okay, Seahawks for both of us. Yeah, yep. if I can watch it. I don't You're have saying TV. 22 to 11. I'm saying 28-14. I use all my TV for catching on filter. I'll tell you what. That's right. clips. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. Be sure you join us next Wednesday over at jblive.tv. Go to jupiterbroadcasting.com slash calendar. Get it converted to your local time zone. Thanks so much for being here, and we'll see you right back here next, next week. week. Friends lists.
Good show, Chase. Good show. That's so Great funny show. that I forgot that. Can you believe I know, that? No, I, I feel And bad. I was like all stoked that this guy had found like all the same information I, I had found. And, uh, well, you know, that's what happens. Sometimes we get in a flow. It was, and, and then and we were in a plus flow. the Yemen stuff. And yeah. it was just, yeah, it was just yeah. too much show. Was, and then the John McCain character. Oh, it's just. All right. Anyways, uh, jbtitles.com. Were people suggesting? This is a hard one. What is wrong with Feinstein? What is wrong with her? <laughs> I did. She's like she, a zombie. But why do they keep voting her in? I don't understand. Green screen terror. That's pretty good. Although I don't think that was an important part of the show, but it, it was a good. It was a yeah, good start. It was funny. Yeah. Middle I mean, East screen, green screen production. McCain's War. Oh, McCain's War is not bad. McCain's Wars. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. All right, jbtitles.com. Everybody go boat. Chase thinks sandpaper. Voting WWNSX, man. The EU. I think I might just run for mayor. You should that, that's no, my mayor. Limit. You that, should go, go bigger than that, Chase. Oh, go bigger? Go bigger, go home? Yeah. What, what do you think I should run for? Right, maybe you should do the Mike Huckabee, or Mike Rogers and Huckabee. Uh, I could gosh, get on they the, both have the first name of Mike, don't they? But what party should I go under? I mean, that's pirate the, party. The, the, the pirate party? Yeah, you heard about the pirate party? Do we have an official pirate party now? Well, you can get started on it. Dude, nobody is voting. What the hell, chat room? JBTitles.com. I don't think they want the reward. That's what I think. Yeah, I guess they don't want it. I don't want. This don't is a good week too. It's on. It's on point too. <sighs> it's so solid. All right, we got a real problem. We do not have a title. We do not have a title. This, this is a Linux Unplugged theme, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. We got a real problem here. This What's, is. This is. This is. A, we have a. We have a title crisis. We, we got a problem. We have a title. Crisis. We got a problem here. We have a. Why don't you just pull up uh, an episode of Where in the World Is Carmen Sandiego? Maybe that's what Where they want to watch. Where in the world. You know, WWNSX, you know, I, I I, usually vote for who I feel is going to be the best candidate, regardless of party. Um, I never go with the party. I, I try to go with the person, uh, with, if at all possible. That's what she said. Even if my vote won't hey, not count hey or not matter. Yes, hey, Chris. That, that's what she said. That's what she said. You know, it's funny. Um, I use this uh, app called Time Hop on my phone, Chris. Yeah, man. Tell me about that. And uh, basically, it, uh, it looks at your social media, Twitter, Twitters and Facebooks and all that, and just sees what you did on this day. And my Time Hop for today, let me pull it up here, and I only have it on my phone. But uh, one year ago today... Join at Nunes and myself for the live commentary of the State of the Union tonight. That was tonight. a great teaser. Yes. I should have yes. done that again this year. Yeah. I didn't even remember I did that. Yep. That was a good image. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, do we have a title, jbtitles.com? What's going on, Chase? How's that looking to you? If you were to- oh, man. Let me... Let me let- the more you know, huh? Yeah. Uh, JB La, uh, JBTitles.com. JBTitles. All right. So, um, looking here, destabilized Middle East. Guns for everyone. Huh. Guns and boots for all. Guns and boots. Should we do something about Yemen? Yeah, I, th- I think it has to be. Yemen's got to be in the title, I think. Do you want me to replay the intro clip? Yeah. Let's see if we can get some creative juices All right, flowing. guys. Everybody pay attention to the intro clip. <clears throat> see if we can get something out of this. Concentrate. Okay. Concentrate hard. Concentrate. 
Richard, the other news uh, in the uh, Middle East today was the government of Yemen has officially fallen. Uh, this is news for us because the rebels in charge. Yemen has it. fallen. Yemen has fallen. That's it. Uh, that, that, I was just going to type that. All right. That's, you typed that. I'm going to listen more. Yeah. But I think that's Yemen has fallen. While not enemies of the United States per se, are not friends either in a region that's been a mess for some time. So right now we have two countries in the Arabian Peninsula where their future is very uncertain. In Yemen, uh, the president resigned. Yeah, I think that's it. I think it's got to be it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I think that's probably it. Yeah, all right. Now, does it count when you're the one that picks it? Do they still get it? I guess if they go vote. Hold on, let's see. Let's go silent. And if they vote... Look at the payoff. All right, fair enough. Okay. I'm, I'm looking at JB Tunnels. Uh, I mean, destabilized Middle East is good. Mm. Uh, Yemen has fallen is 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 going up. Looks like we're getting some decent voting in here. I think actually, look at this. Destabilized Middle East is pretty good, but it's it's kind of general. Yeah, it's Whereas, always destabilized. The thing I like about Yemen uh, has fallen is that when we look back at this in six months, we'll remember this is the episode where we talked about the uh, the uh, Yemen government getting overthrown. So that's why I like that title. I think. All right. I think because of the ferocious voting, uh, I think I think that yeah yeah oh yeah wow look at that oh yeah geez all right okay All right, with nine votes, we're declaring that our time. Winner! Yemen has fallen. Uh, right behind Destabilized Middle East, which I like a lot too, but now breaking up at ten votes. Oh. Clear winner, Yemen has fallen. Chase, good work, sir. Good work. Uh, and, and by the way, by the way, I'm now going to head over to YouTube, watch him. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Right. Got to watch the Chiefs. Right. I'm going to go home, and I'm going to hang upside down like Bruce Wayne and Batman 1 to prepare my mind for Tech Snap tomorrow. Tech Snap! Tech Snap tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Thanks for being here. Thank you, supporters, for keeping us on the air. We love you. I love you all. Thanks, I'm giving live you a streamers. secret hug and Ooh. kiss, and I'm going to add you to my personal friend list. Yeah, that's a little tongue. Just for you. Love you.